Welcome back, friends. Once again, we'd like to thank you for giving us your precious time in order to listen to the show. Also, keep sending us questions so that we can keep answering them with our amazing, flawless execution. And then also, remember to keep sending us your feedback, because we want what you want. A better show. know it all is we have a special guest today her name is hannah and she has lots to talk about she's had a new journey in her life a new discovery a new path she's following and i've been following her on instagram i've known her for a couple years and i saw the path just like unfolding and i'm totally interested in how she got there so hannah talk about yourself hi thank you for having me i'm really excited okay i've been born and raised in lloyd minster unfortunately but uh that's okay i have two sisters i have two nieces and a nephew now we broke the Sutherland curse. We got a boy. Oh, yay. Yeah, I uh, worked in the restaurant industry for like a while. And then I like worked in a bar and I just realized that where I was working was like a really toxic environment. So I quit my job and moved to BC and I was like, need to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. And then I really like stepped into my spirituality. I took a course in mediumship and uh, I also teach dance at the moment too. So I kind of got like both those things going on right now. Because I've known you for what, eight, nine, seven years, long time, right? Yeah. And in that time, what I have known, sorry, in that time, what I've seen you do is want to be a doctor and then you went to school to be a doctor and then you came back wanting to be a teacher and then you stopped wanting to be a teacher and you're working at a bar and now you're a medium (laughs) yeah I always wanted to be a doctor like since the time I was two years old if you asked me what I wanted to do I would say be a doctor um I was just like honestly I always like known that I was going to be really wealthy in this lifetime like since a small child I'm like this is like this is my golden this is my golden time I'm gonna yeah. do it and I um oh have always known that I wanted to like help people so I assumed that like I would be a doctor I'm very intelligent like I was always good at school so I didn't think that would be an issue I took nursing as my undergraduate degree um because I didn't want to take a bachelor of science and then not get into med school and then be like what do I do with this bachelor of science because at least if you have a nursing degree you're in like the same realm of like hospitals and helping people feel better and about a month into nursing school I was like um yeah this isn't it I was like I don't want to do this I don't want to wipe people's asses no offense like shout out to all the nurses that do that because like props to you I there's no way I could do it absolutely no way I could do it and like people just like whiny and like you know like everyone's sick and like not themselves and then you have to deal with all the crazy family members and it's just like I was like no wasn't my vibe so then I was like okay I want to be a teacher because I love children and I thought that like being a kid I could or being a teaching kid (laughs) that I could um, help like influence them to be good people because I know like a lot of kids come from like not so good homes and it's like really sad to see that and like you know I could be like a light for them and then I started going to school for that um I 
like stopped going to school because I got an opportunity to go to Australia. I actually like, I had a really rough day at work this one day and I called my dad and I was like, what are the odds that you can help me move to Edmonton for January 1st? Cause I was supposed to finish my degree at U of A anyway. And he was like, um, one second, your auntie wants to talk to you. And I was like, what, like what auntie and yeah. he hands a phone to my auntie Giselle like that's the one that lives in Australia she flew to Canada because my grandma was sick at the time she got COVID in like the November before COVID was even a thing and had double pneumonia so they all the siblings like went out there to help take care of her and yeah. my auntie's like what if you move to Australia instead of moving to Edmonton and then two months later I landed in Australia so, so I was like I'll just my school for a minute <laughs> In Australia, what were you, did she offer you a job at all? Because I remember your dad went out there one time for work. So were you working or was it just like a, hey, maybe you need to unwind, come chill here? Uh, no, I was working for them. So I actually went there. She was going to teach me like the administrative side of their, they own a company there. Yeah. And uh, I used to do my dad's books a little bit. And so I like found that like interesting. And I feel like that's a good like thing to know like business sides of things. And I got there and the day before I was supposed to start working, um, one of their sales guys quit and they put me in sales. I had to be a salesperson and like call people all day and be like, hi, do you want to buy this shed? And like that it was like the worst anxiety. I'd literally be like going to pick up the phone. Like, hello. I'm like, yeah, sales is not my thing. I learned that, but it was really cool. And it was really awesome because I got to know my auntie like as a person and like I wasn't not as close with any of my aunties that like live here um and it was really cool because I'm like hey you're like me kind of but like not and I have nieces so it was like kind of trippy to be like oh this is like this could be like Sawyer one day coming to live with me when I live somewhere cool and like checking it out you know wait you're saying Lloyd Mister's not cool <laughs> well I mean uh, yeah no not really I guess if you're gonna compare it to Australia yeah I lived a five minute walk from the ocean like I just like go for a, like a jog in the morning and be like oh look at this the ocean is right here yeah it's like what I tell everybody out here you need to get out of here just just for a trip you know what I mean not like forever but just just get away and see what see what else is out there I know I got I planned on staying for six months and um, I got there and I was like well, I might as well stay here as long as I can while I'm here. So I was going to like, you have to work on a farm for three months and then you can get like your second year work visa. So yeah. I was like, I'll do that and stay for two years. And then three months later, COVID happened and I came back home. So was- they, they made you come home or? Um, well, the government emailed me a bunch of times and was like, you should probably come back. And I was going to go and um, I had my auntie booked me flights and uh, but my flight went through Hong Kong and then the day before I was supposed to go back all flights through Hong Kong got canceled because China was like a really yeah. big like like hotspot or whatever and so then I was like oh I'll take this as a sign that I'm supposed to stay here I guess like you know I'm with family and stuff and then my auntie took me for a walk like two days later and she was like I've just accepted the fact that I'll probably never see my mom again but I've been living here for 20 years. She's like, you didn't sign up for that when you came here. And like, we didn't know, like if I knew COVID was going to be like it is, I would have stayed. But when it first started, everyone was kind of like, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. They made it sound like we were all going to die. So I was like, well, I mean, it, we still don't know what's going to happen. I've been trying to go on a vacation for like a year and a half now. And I mean, I had something booked for Jamaica literally like three days ago for Jamaica for February. 
because the in and out was easy. Like I just got to take a test here before I land. And then I got to take a test there before I land back here. And then I went to go look for like resorts or Airbnbs the other day. And this COVID like flashing thing came up and I clicked on it. It takes me to the visit Jamaica website, which I've been on for the last like, you know, month. And now there's new rules and regulations. There's you take a test before you leave here, but then they also admit administer a test when you land there. And then when you land, you have to quarantine like we used to have to do. So I got to spend 14 days, which I'm only there for six in my hotel or my resort or wherever I'm staying. You can only take a government like approved transit. They have a link to different things that you can take for like buses and trains and stuff. And you can only stay in approved resorts. You can only leave your resort once a day to go get groceries or once a day for a tour. And the only tours you can go on are the approved ones by the government. So I'm looking at all this. I'm like, that's not a trip I want to take. Like, that's not, that's not a trip. That's essentially like jail in a foreign country with palm trees. I can do two things a day, but it's only approved by the government. Like, so I, I canceled my trip and I said, fuck it. I booked Cancun because there's almost no rules for Mexico. So, but yeah, it just changed in one day. Like all of a sudden it was quarantine. Like I got to take a test there before I leave and when I land and before I leave here. So I'm spending like $600 on COVID tests just to fly in and out, stay at a resort and not leave it. I'm sorry, but I, 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 yeah. Why you wouldn't want to go at that point? Because you don't get to enjoy Jamaica. I want to enjoy the island. I want to go to the Appleton's rum distillery. Like, I just want to do these things, but it wasn't on the approved list. And then I'm wondering, like, approved list, who decides which bus I can get on? And is there going to be, like, an armed guard, like, swabbing when you get on the bus? Like, how do they know the bus doesn't have somebody with COVID? Like, you know what I mean? It's how do you, how do you approve this stuff? It's I, just hoops that are people have to jump through for, I think, personally, no reason whatsoever, just to see if they can tell us what to do and get away with as ridiculous as stuff as they can. And they're getting away with absolutely everything so far. I know it actually like makes me really sad. Like I haven't been able to go to the gym for like, well, since whatever the, the vaccine thing. And I'm like, cause you're not vac- vaccinated. No, I just like, don't, I just don't, it's not that I'm against it. Like, I think that it should be your choice on if you want to do it or not. I'm like, I just know that like, um, vaccines, like other vaccines in the past have really been linked to like, um, difficulties getting pregnant. And I have endometriosis, which was like already going to cause me problems when I want to be a mom one day. So I'm like, I don't need to like lessen my chances anymore. I'm like, if I already had my kids, I feel like it wouldn't like bother me as much, but I'm like, if I like ruined my like 20% chance of getting pregnant one day, <laughs> then I would just like never forgive myself. You know, the super fucked up thing is the people who work at the gym. Cause I know someone and they aren't vaccinated. They're allowed to work at the gym unvaccinated, but they can't go to the gym. They can clean the equipment, but they can't work out on the equipment. They can walk around all the people that are vaccinated, but they can't go work out with the people that are vaccinated. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's like that too in restaurants. Like my, one of my friends that still works at the bar I used to work at, like she's not vaccinated and she's allowed to work, but she's not allowed to sit at the bar and have a drink after work. I'm like, that's even worse because like you're not spreading less germs when you're sitting in one place having a drink. But when you're working, like you're walking around and touching everybody's plates and cups and interacting <laughs> with people like. Who's making the rules? Like, honestly, who's sitting down? It, it sounds like a head office, like a typical <laughs> restaurant head office. But like, well, this doesn't make a lick of sense, but we're in charge. So people got to listen. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, yes, back to my Australian <laughs> thing. So I wanted, I was planning on going back to finish my teaching degree when I got back to Canada, but I was like, I'm going to take time to vacation and see what happens over here. But um, my cousins really changed my mind on that. I wanted to be a teacher because I spent three months with my cousins and I love my auntie and uncle. Like they're honestly some of the best people I've ever met, but their yeah. children are spoiled brats. Like, I would literally like have to bite my tongue. And actually my dad told me before I went that that was something he really struggled with when he was there. It was like the disrespect. And like, I was just really raised in a way that was like, you don't disrespect. Like, especially your parents or like teachers, like authority figures, right? Like, because like, and my like cousin would just like back talk my auntie and I would sit there like so uncomfortable. Like, I hope you know that like, if that was me when I was a kid, I would have got smacked and sent to my room. Like, Perfect. You know, my parents didn't like abuse us as kids, but like, but taught you not like, to be a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like they taught me that I was like that, and I was just like, I can't do that because I'm like, if I had to sit there and like bite my tongue, like I couldn't imagine like being a teacher and having like a classroom with like half the kids like acting like that because you just know that like the more and more time goes on, the more children that are kind of like that because like oh, yeah. the parenting goes. I was like, that was the other thing is like my aunt, dad and my auntie like well all of the siblings like from the way that their parents raised them my dad was more like similar to his parents and my auntie was like totally the opposite she was like I don't want you like I'm never gonna discipline my kids because like you know and I was like yeah but sometimes you gotta I was like I literally straight up told her at one point I was like I hope you know that Jake's gonna go to the bar one day and he's gonna get beat up because someone's got to teach him that you can't go and talk to people like that like it's not gonna work out for you she's like yeah I know I'm waiting for that day I'm like, why don't you just like do it then? Like, well, the, she's know? not, she's not the bad guy that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was just like, no. And then I also had learned in school, like that, like you just, you can't, like you are only allowed to teach things that are in the curriculum written. Like I can't like make my own, not that I would make my own things, but like, you know, like make kids say positive affirmations every day. Like I am beautiful. I am strong, stuff like that. Cause like little things like that help change people's attitudes and and stuff but like you can get in a lot of trouble for like teaching what you believe because like if a parent disagrees with you then they can like sue you yeah and it's just like I'm like no I don't need to get myself in that because it would be hard for me not to be like oh honey like you know I feel you that way like yeah so that was when I realized that I didn't necessarily want to do that now I get to teach like kids dance though. And that's like super awesome because it's like the thing that I love the most. And like, that was like my joy as a child was dance. And now I get to like share that with kids. And it's a lot more like, you know, I can like talk to them about things. Like this little girl is like, I don't think the tooth fairy is real. I'm going <laughs> to not tell my mom the next time I lose a tooth and see what happens. And yeah. I was like, I hope you know that fairies are actually real. And they're like, really? And I was like, yeah, like they actually are. I was like, you can, I was like, they exist in the realm of existence below us. So you don't necessarily see them, but like you can go fairy spotting in, in the forest and like find fairies. Like, you know, yeah. it's not going to be like Tinkerbell, this big flying up and talking to you, but like you can see little like glimpse of like lights and stuff. See, I would have been the opposite. I would have been like, ah, you go, girl. Like, figure <laughs> shit out. Good job. See what your parents say about that. I know. I'm like, but I was like, she's only like 
she's still so young and I was like, you can't lose your imagination at this age like good luck with the rest of your life like well, she can still have an imagination she just doesn't have to believe in bullshit like you know santa and fairies you know an easter bunny come on oh, okay yeah you, you could teach like her fairy, but her she did lose another tooth though and the mom caught on so she's still good to go for a little while she is like deceptive of it but you could let her imagination run wild and be like yeah tooth fairy santa easter bunny those aren't real but witches goblins and ghosts those are all real. Those are all real. Right? So you just mess with her, you know? Let her be terrified of the fake imaginary things that are terrifying, but not the stuff that's good for you. Eventually, she'll <laughs> figure it all out, right? We all do, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, some of us, I think. So uh, other than dance, you, uh, when I was reading your Instagram, you're, you're a medium, right? Yeah. Yes. And my first thought was just like, like seances and, you know, talking with people that are dead, like what what's hannah up to these days because that's such a left turn from doctor teacher you know what i mean like it's so opposite and you you need to tell me that you're not a mind reading gypsy who raises the dead and <laughs> tell me what it is that the medium in you does because i i'm thinking you're you're doing a seance and you're raising people from the dead and i think that's awesome but i don't think it's real <laughs> So tell me. Okay. Um, yeah. So my sister is a medium. She has, uh, she stepped into her gift when she was really young, but it took me a while to like come into that because she likes to think that I copy her. We actually got in a fight this summer and she like let everything out. Like, this is what she said. Uh, I used to like Justin Bieber and you made fun of me. And, and then you liked Justin Bieber. I'm like, Grace, I was 10 when that happened. Like, we should probably move past that. Like, and it was just like, you know, but she was like that. And I was like, I was like, I'm sorry, but if you truly are spiritual, like you should be excited that I found spirituality and not like mad because you want to be the only one. Cause like, that's not how it works kind of thing. Does she still like Justin Bieber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, um, I took a, a course. It actually was like weird because my mom had mentioned that I should like look into doing this course with this girl that we know. And I was like randomly on my Instagram one day and um, I never watch like people's stories with volume. I usually just like tap through and the, for some odd reason, my like volume was on. And I like, she had a story saying that she was doing another course right away and messaged her if you're interested. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. So I like messaged her and I got like the last spot in the class. So that was like, nice. like meant to be, I guess. And I started doing that. And um, yeah, it honestly like really um, changed my life. So it's not like, I know that lots of people think that I'm crazy and I've had to learn, accept that fact. And if somebody tells me I'm crazy, I'm just like, yeah, I am. And walk away. It's like, you know, whatever, think what you want. Um, but it's all really about vibrations. Like, uh, you know, like when you learn in school about like solids and liquids and gases, and it's like how every, they're all made up of molecules and all the molecules vibrate and like solids are just like faster and closer together than like gases and liquids but it's like everything vibrates. So it's like out people all have different vibrations. Like some people vibrate high and they're like positive and outgoing and uplifting and you want to hang out with them all the time because you always feel so good after. And then there's the Debbie Downers and the Karens of the world that are like nothing ever goes right. And they just want to complain about everything and they drain your energy. Like you leave the situation and you're like, why do I literally feel like this right now? Like 
I'm so low. But anyway, that's pretty much how I do what I do. So I go into meditation and um, there is seven realms of existence. Humanity exists within the third realm. And so if you can raise your vibration, you can go up into the fourth realm. And that is, um, well, some people will call it heaven. It's just where like spirits exist that aren't in the earthly realm at the moment. And so you can go up and communicate with them. There's like eight different senses that you use to get communication. Like you can like see things, hear things, taste things, think things, smell things, feel things. And um, yeah, then you get messages from them and uh, you can do like automatic writing. Like you start writing and I know that it's not me when it's like my writing's like neat and like tidy. And then I get going and it's like scribbles and half the time I can barely even read what I wrote down. But yeah, it was really cool. The first time I ever like when I was like in my course for it, um, we did like the whole group did a meditation and she like took us up to the fourth realm and it was like imagine yourself in like your happy place so I went and I was like sitting at my favorite waterfall in BC like where my dad lives and then she was like now imagine that there's a staircase and like walk up the staircase and then you go up and you can like feel your vibration like rising and then she's like turn to the left and there's a hallway and at the end of the hallway there's a door and then you go through the door and it was like mine's like a it can change. I've I've been into Wonderland before and stuff like that, but usually mine's just like a forest and I walk through and then she's like, there's a bridge and um, name your bridge. I named mine the Bridge to Terabithia because it's like, that's like, that movie was like about imagination. Yeah. And that's pretty much how you do it. Like you just like, it's like what you imagine, like what you see. And then you go and it's like, go to your meeting spot. And she's like, whatever you see, like, let it happen. Because like, that's just like what it is. It's different for everybody. She's like, maybe it's two yoga mats on the ground. Like, maybe it's a house. I'm like, mine's a house. And it's like a big, like dark blue house with white trim. And I like go in the front door and there's like a living room right to the left side. And I'll like go and sit on the couch. And then like spirits come to me, like walk through the door. Like my grandma's always there. Like she just chills. And like the first time I went up there, I like got to like hug my grandma. And like, I actually started crying, like while I was like in this meditative state, because it was like such a like breakthrough of like, oh my God, like, this is how I know that it's real because I didn't like, I couldn't do this before. And now I like feel that. And I always like smell my grandma when she's around. Like I, if that sounds weird, I'm not sure, but like she had such a like strong scent. And now I'll be like, if I'm like chilling on the couch, just like watching a movie, I can like smell her. Like she's like laying with me, like that's awesome yeah so that's a that's kind of about it I've done like quite a few readings on people and I sometimes get nervous because especially like you don't know these people so you're like am I like making this up and then they're like whoa that gave me goosebumps like how did you know that I'm like I'm magical (laughs) so if people wanted to find you to go through these experiences with you how do they find you okay so I have a website it's called soulfulconditioning.com and you can also find me on Instagram. Um, it's underscore Hannah Sutherland. And uh, I also have a Facebook page too. That's at Soulful Conditioning. You said you worked at a bar before. I, I've worked at a lot of restaurants and I, I found that the people I work with help shape me into who I am now. They're like, it's, it's a very strange environment. It's a very unique kind of job, right? It's the people have so many different personalities, but I find that a lot of them pushed me to be where I am. You know what I mean? Like it's, we would spend nights after close, just sitting down, you know, at the bar talking for like three, four hours. And you get a lot of 
ideas. Like it's really like a brainstorming thing. And I find that a lot of like-minded people tend to work together at a restaurant and it really pushed me. Did you have that at all at the bar, like that you worked at? Are these the people that like helped you to get where you are? Or do you think that they were, you know, opposed to what you're doing now? Um, yes and no. The working in the bar really changed my life. I was always like very extremely shy growing up and being a waitress really changed that for me because I had to talk to people all the time. Like it was literally my job just to talk to people. And then I was like, oh, most people actually aren't that scary at all. <laughs> like they're just like me. So that really helped me like come out of my shell. Um, yeah, you also see like all the different kinds of people that there are. Cause like most people are good, but you do get like the customers that are just like miserable and you're like, oh great, this is awesome. Yeah, some of the people I work with, definitely I made like some of the best friends in my life working there. Um, some of them have like a lot of like drug and alcohol problems being in that environment all the time. So I, I um, didn't form as strong of relationships with them. But yeah, it definitely it definitely really did like change who I was and help me. I really learned that I was um, an empath from working at the bar because I would this one day I was like, I was just like so overwhelmed and I started crying and I wasn't even like upset, like nothing bad had happened, but I was just like, what is going on? And my boss was so mad. He was like, you need to pull yourself together. Like you can't be like this at work. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I literally can't even tell you why I'm crying right now. Like, and then I learned that I like, because I can feel people's emotions, like, and so being around that many people all the time, like all the people you work with and also like all the customers that you deal with. It's just like, I would take on so many different emotions that I got to a point where I was just like, I didn't even like know what was mine and what wasn't anymore. I had to start to like sage myself and like ground my energy because I was like so lost, but I'm really thankful that it taught me that because I didn't like really know that about myself. And now I like understand that a lot more like, being in situations where there's lots of people, I have to be like, this is you. Let them have their own stuff over there. And you're, you're, you talked about your sister being a medium as well, right? And the rest of your family, they, they're cool with obviously what's happening. They're, they're pushing you. They're really encouraging. Yeah. Um, my mom actually is going to take a course as well to do it. Um, my older sister is a little more skeptical, but her husband like doesn't necessarily believe in it he kind of thinks that we're crazy but that's just like the way that he was raised my dad's like pretty good he's done ayahuasca so I think that he like has somewhat of an understanding because like that is like a drug that kind of like helps you well I don't even think it's a drug it's honestly medicine but he's he did it twice so he's like knows that there's like more out there than than just us but uh, he doesn't like practice spirituality or anything. He kind of, but he's been encouraging and like, I'll call him and tell him stuff that I learned and he thinks that it's cool. So that's, it sounds like you're on the right path then. Nobody's, nobody's holding you back. I mean, not that anybody ever could, but nobody's trying to. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. M maybe your older sister, but you know, as long as her husband, you know, is around, she's probably going to still feel the same way. Yeah. Do you think they, yeah. do you think they talk about you? Pardon? Do you think they talk about you about it? And he's oh, like, your time, sister's yeah. crazy, man. Your sister's crazy. And she's like, that's my sister. No, he, she's probably like, yeah, she is. <laughs> oh. 
Um, yeah, they do. They, I know they do because they like to talk about like my mom and dad and other sister when they're not there. So I'm just aware that that's what goes on, but I just like, can't let it bother me. I think that my nieces are going to be very much like my, like Grace and I are like spiritual because like Quinn's only like three and a half and she's very like in tune with with that kids usually are more than adults because your ego hasn't like developed yet and no. that's really what holds you back from it yes yeah, so i'm like well dustin you might as well like just embrace it and you know because you're gonna have to learn about it one day when they start doing it so through your website what services do you offer people so i offer like one-on-one sessions are called soulful sessions and this is where i like connect to your energy i'll give you messages from like your loved ones, angels, and guides that are with you. Um, also, like, just, like, anything that the universe wants to tell you, you might need to hear it. You might not like what I have to say to you, but I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, I also offer house staging, so I'll come into your home and clear out all the energies um, that are in your home, because often, like, basements and stuff get, like, spooky vibes, because every day that you come home from work and you have a bad day and you have like negative energy with you and then you like let it go, but it stays in your house. So I'll come in and like move all that energy out and it makes your house feel like more like light and airy and you can set intentions for like what you want in each room or like how you want your house to feel. And I also have a program. You can subscribe to my website and I have different like logs and videos and recorded meditations and Also, I like if you subscribe, you'll get like a weekly module and worksheet just kind of to like teach people about things about like the universe and how stuff works and to help people like come into their own like gifts and what they should be doing to make them like the most happy. Yeah, that's my next question is if what do you suggest people do if they want to pursue this? Is it something they have to feel that they should pursue it or is it something they can learn? No, you can learn it. It's actually like everybody as a human being has the right to learn this. I think it was really suppressed throughout history. Um, People wanted power and like you can't control people that do this because like everybody has like their own. It's almost like I like to call it my superpower because I'm a nerd and I love superheroes. You actually gave me that gift um, (laughs) of loving superheroes. But um, yeah, so but honestly, the trick is just that you are supposed to do what you love the most. So especially think back to when you were a child, because that's when you're the most in tune with yourself. And like, what, what was it that made you the happiest and do that? Cause the universe really does want everybody to be happy and have whatever they desire. It's just, you have to believe that you deserve it and then they'll give it to you. But if you doubt yourself, then they're like, you know, okay, you're right. You won't do it then. Well, you just answered my next question. I was going to ask you like, what's your end game through all this? What's your plan? What's your, what do you want to achieve for yourself and others? But you just did it. It's almost like you, you can read my mind. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> you seem to have your shit together and it wasn't always like that 
I mean, <laughs> years ago, I thought you had your shit together, but your journey over the last couple of years with going off to university, you, you went down a whole bunch of different paths, but you seem to be on the right one right now. Yeah, I feel this is like definitely the best, like the happiest I've ever felt. Like now even things that happen in my life like that stress me out. Like I, it just like doesn't even like affect me as much as it as it would. Like, I don't know. I did go through a really big state of depression, like, a, I don't know, probably three years ago. There was just like event after event after event that happened. And I was just like in this like place and I didn't know how to get out of it. And that was really when I like stepped into my spirituality, like at the very beginning. And that was just like me buying like four crystals and a stick of sage. And then from there, it just like kept growing and growing and growing. And now I just like, I'm in a very common, peaceful state. And I, I just, uh, I'm really excited to see what comes and the next year I am going to be rich and I'm going to be living in Thailand on a beach making money. Well, I, I hope to follow your journey there. I've liked following it so far from when I first met you. So this is probably the most excited I've been about following somebody because it's, it's so out there compared to the path you were on. It's so vastly different and that kind of shit excites me. So I'm happy. That's a gift you just gave me. <laughs> Thank you. I'm well, also happy. <laughs> well, that's good. It's good to see. You're glowing. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. But before I go, I want you to mention where people can find you again, just in case they weren't listening before, which damn well, they should be listening. <laughs> okay. My website is soulfulconditioning.com. My Instagram is underscore Hannah Sutherland. And my Facebook page is at soulfulconditioning. And there you have it. So it's been a week. Thank you, know-it-alls. Peace out. See you soon. Thank you.